welcome to the Breaking Wax Podcast. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Breaking Wax Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 15, and today I have two guests, one returning and one new. We have Cole Hit with VHS DNA and Bobby, also known as Two Chens. What's going on, guys? Hey, man. Not much. How are you? Good, good. Not bad for a, a Thursday night. Yeah. I'm no a, I'm in Virginia, Bobby. You're in New York. And uh, Cole, where are you located? I'm about an hour north of Dallas. Oh, okay. So it's warm there. Bobby, it's not that warm in New York. You were born in <laughs> Dallas? No, 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 no. No, I was just saying it's warm in Dallas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Warm and humid, for sure. And but windy. I, I love it, though. Well, I don't know about the wind. I'm, I'm from Florida originally, so I'm, I love the humidity and the heat. I can't stand the cold. Man, you're uh, in the right place for that. Uh, it's not too bad. I actually enjoy Four Seasons. Yeah. <sighs> There's not really Four Seasons in New York. Yeah, so you're kind of a, an all all of it guy yeah so but uh yeah so i i'm excited to have you on cole um like i said bobby's been on before um i've dabbled in grading vhs none none with your company yet um i'm waiting to get a a, a vhs in like we were saying pre-show to kind exit of exit no i'm just kidding. so uh <laughs> but yeah i i uh I'm, I'm excited to actually send one to you and kind of get one of your slabs in my hands. Um, I guess let's just take it from the beginning. Um, how did this come about for you? And like, what's your background in VHS and collectibles? Yeah, so uh, background is lifelong collector. Uh, started collecting VHS in 1989 when I was five years old. I got Batman. Um, and I just, I remember, I remember looking at that cover, that gold and black and uh man it's like it's one of my first memories it's weird that you know come full circle that i've started this thing uh but man i i started collecting vhs then i started collecting baseball cards in like 90 91 i was a huge king griffey jr fan uh had about every king griffey jr card i could get my hands on uh i mean i remember running to the grocery store or when we got to the grocery store with my mom running uh, looking at the new Beckett, uh, you know, getting, you know, seeing what all the cards, you know, what's meant worth and what's all that. Uh, and then when the when the sports card stuff kind of happened in the mid 90s, uh, it was it was like the perfect storm with movies. Uh, I I got heavily into movies. I had an old I have an older brother uh, and he kind of brainwashed me at an early age with film. Um, I remember good stories in fourth grade. My parents go out of town. And they left me with my brother uh, and it's like third period or so. And the intercom comes on and they say, Cole hit to the office, you know, and everybody's like, oh, you're in trouble. And I, I remember walking down the hall and there's my brother standing outside the office and he's like, hey, we got to go. And, you know, he's just kind of rushing me out. We get in his car and I'm like, man, what's wrong? Because I think something happened to mom and dad. We get in the car and he says, man, I saw the coolest movie last night called Pulp Fiction. Uh, and we're going to go see the matinee of it. Uh, like, <laughs> oh, wow. So there I, that was 1994. So I was I was 10 years old. So he he brainwashed me at an early age. And then, uh, you know, it became like uh, I collect the mylars that hung above the movie theaters. Like when you walked in, what you know, what movies playing in that uh, 
theater that night. Like I started, I would steal those from the movie theater. Uh, you know, I was raiding the movie poster bin at the movie theater, the video stores. I was, you know, every time we went in there, I was trying to look for the, the promo stuff and uh, the movie posters um, and just started amassing a huge collection of movie memorabilia. Um, and then that morphed the next 20, 30 years that morphed into autographs and, you know, always been a big sports guy and uh, sports collectibles. Um, but as far as starting, you know, long story endless, uh, you know, I had always been a casual onlooker in collectibles. I, I didn't get back into sports cards when that started kind of boom over the last, you know, half a decade or so. Uh, but I, I saw what WADA was doing with video games and right. I, I thought that that's just the coolest thing I've, you know, I've seen in a long time. Um, and, you know, here I am sitting on thousands of VHS and it was, it was kind of like a light bulb moment. I, I said, uh, you know, why aren't we doing this with VHS? And this was about two years ago. So I immediately, when I have the idea, okay. I immediately go on Google, start Googling, you know, does this exist? Is anybody doing this? And nothing was coming up. Uh, you know, is there a case to, per you know, I'd always have these, you know, plastic sleeves, right. like a lot of my VHS in these plastic sleeves for decades. And, you know, it's like, is there nothing else out there that will protect these things better? And there just wasn't. Uh, so another rewind, uh, I use my expertise. I've been in product development for Walmart over the last 15 years with my family oh, wow. creating impulse items for Walmart. Okay. Uh, that's stuff you see hanging on the clip strips in the aisles and up on the front cash register. So, man, really the perfect storm. So I was able to uh, I was able to design the case myself. Uh, and to me, it was like, you know, I like I said, I was a casual collector, but I knew of, you know, PSA grading cards. And one thing I loved about all these collectibles, you couldn't get into them. They were tamper proof. So right. To, that was the most important piece of the case like once this once the vhs goes in this thing it doesn't need to come out uh so i spent six months uh going back and forth with uh my fact i have a factory over in china uh and it, i went through 12 iterations of a case before i really found one that i really liked and you know how was how was i going to display the information without covering up the vhs how was it going to flip I really like what WADA was doing, you know, that float effect in there. Like straight. Right. It wasn't just sitting on the ground. Uh, you know, how are you going to hold the VHS but not put too much pressure on it to damage it? I mean, this was just this all of this detail oriented stuff comes from my Walmart and product development background. Uh, I'm a consumer trend and marketing expert. Uh, and that and that comes from uh, a long time of Walmart. Uh, Walmart stuff. So it was kind of like, basically there's a, here's a, I see a hole in the market and I can, not only do I have a passion for this, but I can also kind of make this happen. And that's it, man. It was the perfect storm. Like everything lined up <clears throat> took a lot. It took a lot of time and hard work. Uh, but yeah, man, it kind of so came together. So you're, you're literally that dude, right? So like, I don't know how many times, I've walked into like Walmart or just after a workout, like I'm sitting in the sauna and I'm like, what is, what does the world need 
that mm-hmm. is missing that I can come That's up missing. with. And right. you're and you're that guy that actually develops it and sells it to Walmart. I'm yeah, that that's crazy. Here, I'll show you. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's 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 pretty cool because that's where you come in and fill in that void. Yeah. Cool. One of my that's first amazing. items, this was a toothbrush and razor holder with suction cups, you know, to put in your shower or in your bathroom. Right. right. Yeah. Hold, you know, holds the loofah here with the hook. So, I mean, yes, you're exactly right. Like, I'm that guy. Like, uh, and my dad, uh, you know, let me back up a little bit. He started with Walmart in the very beginning, early 80s, late 70s. So uh, and then when he retired in 2000, we started uh, we started Hit Brands, which was a supplying company. And with all those connections with the buyers and different departments within Walmart. Uh, yeah, we started creating products and I was the head. I'm the head of our product development piece and our wow. sourcing. So I do. I communicate with our factory and all of that. Uh, so, yeah, man, it was just a natural extension. And exactly, I I saw a hole in the collecting market, uh, and I, I I pounced on it. I, so thought, I, I thought people would really like this. I I think uh, you know, video games, comics, uh, sports cards. You know, there's there's holes there for people uh, that don't necessarily get that type of stuff. Uh, movies. I mean it's it's universal there's there's not one person you can't ask what's your favorite movie and they can't answer that so uh i I thought it was just going to be something very popular so so with the vhs let me ask you um anytime i get into like a new arena or new collectible right so when bobby and brandon mentioned the vhs thing to me i started going on reddit forums and and, and different places to kind of read up on it. And and it seems like in all these different hobbies and collectibles, a lot of the old school people, right? And you're one of them because you've been collecting VHS forever. Yeah. They're, they're kind of, I'm not saying you're a snob, but a lot of people are snobs. And so what I noticed was that people did not want, maybe not you or just, they didn't want anyone grading these VHS tapes yeah. and sealing them. And I, I just don't understand that to me because like I said, like we were talking pre-show, I want to send you that VHS and get it graded. So I have that piece in my office and I think it looks so much better like that. I mean, the only thing I could argue is I, I do have uh, stadium events in my office in the old school Nintendo plastic case. And Bobby's always like, Oh, you should grade it. You should grade it. But I love it in the old school Nintendo plastic, you know, the clear one and it says Nintendo in the red. Oh, yeah. I just sure. leave it in that. In my, and I don't know how no one's stolen that from my office yet. They yeah. haven't. So. That's you good. Still get it graded. You should still uh, get it graded. <laughs> and that's that's a great point. Yeah, I knew it's it's funny you mentioned that. I knew when I when I had this idea and I started it that the purists I call them purists. Purists. Uh, yep, that's a better so, word. Yeah. I, I mean, I uh, you know, like I told you guys, I'm a big I'm a I'm I'm not out there. I don't I don't like social media and stuff. And I wasn't I wasn't in any of these VHS forums with these people you're talking about. But I knew as soon as I had this idea, I knew these purists were going to be pissed that these things because that's it's funny out of all the collecting segments uh, of non graded stuff. I bet the I bet the VHS community is probably the most irritable. These guys, these guys are like hardcore horror movie you know fanatics and dressing up as michael myers just on a tuesday night (laughs) Uh, like i knew i would have a big issue with them and uh you know what uh that's 
as I grow this thing, I'm determined to change their minds and break into that. It's so funny you mentioned that because I just had a buddy send me a video of the guy that created VHSCollector.com. Um, and I'll be honest, he was one of the first people I reached out to a couple of years ago. I sent him an email, was like, hey, man, I like your site. You're one of the only places where there's information on VHS. Uh, I said, I, I, you know, I've got an idea. I'd love to talk more about it with you. Um, and then just it just disappeared. Uh, never followed up anything. My buddy sends me a video last week and this guy is resurfaced. Uh, hmm. And VHSCollector.com guy is now making YouTube videos. And I watched one last week. He was he was tearing apart my competitor, uh, but he mentioned he mentioned VHS DNA in there a couple times. And you're exactly right. Like this guy is pissed. I think he I think he ended the YouTube video with like we have to stop these guys or something. Like like he's talking to like oh yeah, I'm, if, if, I'm like, oh my god who is what it, it's <laughs> crazy because you go like, in these guy has me all wrong. Like I'm right. right. Like I've been collecting VHS for decades, dude. Don't hate me. Like this is a pure passion project. I swear, it's funny. But that, but that, but you're right though. Like these guys are. You go on these forums and you can feel the anger coming through the keyboards. Yeah. It, it's yeah. insane. I I didn't. I, I don't understand it personally. I I tried to. Well, one of the first things I did when I created the company and kind of launched it, I tried to get into some of those Reddit forums and was immediately blocked. Like, yeah. Done. yeah. There's 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 a lot of Sorry, die hard die hard die hard collectors out there. People are just just super oddballs about so, this. So do you guys come from like a, a sports card collecting background? I know breaking wax and that stuff. Is there a, is there an underground community that hates grading sports cards? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure there is. I mean, just like with the comic <laughs> books, you know, there's guys that don't think you should grade comic books. But it's it's just weird how all these different things. Um, and Bobby and I have talked about it. Like, you know, with comic books and magazines, it's a common practice to press them to improve the grade, right? Yeah. If you got caught trimming a card or doing something to improve the card to grade it, you'll get shunned. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's frowned upon. It's absolutely yeah, it's frowned super, upon. It's super frowned upon in cards. But, uh, so let me let me ask you because I, I know off the top of my head, um, as far as a grail goes, what what would be like your grail for VHS tape? Do you own it already? Yeah, uh, I've got a couple of the grails. Um, you know, you can't go wrong with Star Wars. Everybody's really liking the Star Wars, uh, and I knew they would. Um, I knew that was going to be a big piece of this. Um, the Goonies, you know, a oh, lot man. of the, a lot of the bigger blockbuster movie first editions are kind of your grails out there. Like I got this, this is the Holy grail. This is yeah. the first commercial release of star Wars. You know, this, that's a beauty. That's this, a beauty. This followed up the uh, video rental library copy, which wasn't for sale. Um, so this, this wow. was the first, this was really the first time you could get your hands on star Wars. Like you would be able to purchase this at, uh, you know, Walmart or retail outlet in the early 80s. Uh, dude, Star Wars, Goonies first edition with the wraparound Warner and the Ooh. great ape head and the sticker. Wow. Oh. Uh, you know, Indiana Jones first edition with the, you know, the uh, Paramount watermarks on the back like that. Uh, and then there's, you know, there's thousands, there's thousands of grails out there. But uh, I'll tell you, you what is your not, grail? 
What is your most prized VHS? My most prized uh, VHS is definitely, you can't do that on television. Uh, The old Nickelodeon show from the early 90s, uh, Sealed. Uh, That's my favorite VHS of all of them. I know this. The Star Wars is the grail for everybody else. And the Goon, I really like the Goonies, but yeah, man, you can't do that on television is probably my favorite VHS. Bobby, what's yours? Yeah. Uh, you know, growing up, I, I recall my, my, my very first uh, VHS. It was uh, the Karate Kid. Yeah. The Karate Kid. And yeah, and it's the, um, the red label all around. It's the, the box flap. Mm-hmm. So I had that. I had a, I, I want to get it graded, but you know, with uh with all these new grading companies out there, they've been so backed up. So I held on to it for a while. Uh, nice. but I do wanna send it into VHS DNA and, and you know and get a, a a few things graded. You gotta um, send that bad boy in. I'm seeing a I'm seeing a lot of karate kids come through. It's funny. Yeah. So Good. so you only know, if you knew somebody, Bobby. Only if you knew somebody. <laughs> So it's that and also TMNT, which I think it's, yep. you know, it's it's very underrated. You know, a lot of folks, there are a lot of copies out there, but I think TMT is just such a solid, solid movie back in the, the 90s and even the cartoon back in the 80s. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, I've, I've got the whole uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon collection, the like every episode on VHS, and that was that was a goal of mine to try to get yeah. VHS from that. It's like I think it's like forty or fifty VHS. That's funny. Wow. What about you? Uh, what's your What's your favorite movie? What VHS? <clears throat> if, you, if you guys could have one VHS, what would it be? So I I know what mine is, and I think about it all the time, and the price just keeps going up, higher and higher and higher. So uh, it's Monster Squad. <laughs> that that would be that would for me that would be the one that I would want to get and keep forever. That's that cool. and then and then Mutant Ninja Turtles too. It's funny because uh, I'm writing a couple of books and uh, I was telling my wife about seeing Ninja Turtles for the first time and like <clears throat> just how my dad would never. It was like a sin to go for, on opening night for whatever reason. So we always went like Sunday after church yeah. or whatever. But uh, yeah, just seeing that first Ninja Turtle movie was just mind blowing as a kid. Like. I don't even know how to describe it. It was so good. So that, those would be my two, but Monster Squad is my number one grill. Monster Squad, that's some uh, that's some good cover art. Right, really good cover art. Um, there's not a lot of copies out there, so yeah. I check eBay every once in a while. I might know a guy. Uh, <laughs> you, you got a couple copies? Just a couple. What, Bobby, what, uh, what about you? If you could have any VHS, what would it be, or what's your favorite movie? I, uh, it's the one you uh, you held up, the Goonies. Goonies first, first, first copy. Yeah, I think I think the uh, the plot of the movie and even the cover of that VHS, it's it's, it's yeah. gorgeous. It doesn't get much better than that, does it? It's like it, a it, a piece of artwork. It yeah, really is. yeah. It's like it's it. It reminds me of a horror flick, but not so much, you know. And uh, it's just it's so eye appealing. Yeah. Well, and I think. Uh... All three of us are probably close, close in age too. So yeah. I think a lot of these movies were probably out when we were kids, you know. So it's the, the nostalgia of it all, and and remembering going to the theater and then see like, think like I was telling my daughter like movies didn't come out like they do now, right? Like it's in the theater, and then like even Batman just came out, right? And it's already going to be on HBO next month. Yeah, 
You just have to wait like a year or a year and a half six, or longer. Six months, a year, right, right. Right, for, <laughs> for the VHS or DVD. So it was like once it was done in the theater, you're just like, come on, when are these VHSs coming out? Right. That, so uh, Over time, that's gotten less and less. I, yeah, obviously, I remember that. You know, it would take six months to eight months for a VHS to come out. Then DVD came around, and then it was like three to six months. And now you're exactly right. It's like a month or two or – you know, some of the I love the like, hey, still in theaters and you can watch right. it. Like, oh, OK. Yeah. So, so what? So go ahead, Bobby. So, Cole, go going back, say if I want to send a copy in. All right. Um, like the Goonies in. Um, can you explain a little bit more about the grading scale? Like like what what like what is a nine eight or nine two or nine oh? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so like I said, growing up, I, I followed Beckett. Um, and so that when I started this, I, I, I'll be honest, the grading piece was always secondary to me to the passion and the product presentation. Uh, but I knew that putting a grade to this was what the market was calling for. Um, so in that, I get, I, I researched a lot of what PSA was doing and their grading scales and Beckett um, and, uh, you know, CGC and WADA. Um, and I find, and I kind of landed, uh, kind of what PSA and WADA were doing, you know, I, I nine, nine, two and nine, four are mint, um, nine, six and nine, eight or gym or mint gym. Um, and then, you know, I break it anything less than a nine, I go by 0.5, you know, 8.5 is near mint to mint, uh, and eight is near mint. Uh, 7.5 is, uh, you know, excellent to near mint. Um, and then seven is excellent. Uh, and yeah, I just, I, you know, I wanted to be different in everything except for the grading scale out there. Right, uh, and right. I, I think I accomplished that, you know, and I really, I loved what WADA was doing with the seal grade. So, uh, I, I copied that idea. Uh, and I, I thought that was really easy to understand. Just give it an A, A plus plus. I go as, as, as high as A++ is the best, uh, and then I don't go below a C-. Uh, anything below a C- seal, I won't grade as a seal grade. Got it. All right. So what? So there's just like with, with PSA you know, and BGS, you have the corners, the surface, the edges. Um, so what do we look for with, uh, with VHS? Yeah. So uh, that was another thing I wanted to be different, but at the same time, uh, you know, kind of the same vertical as corners, edges uh, and surface are obviously going to be front and center. Uh, but what I kind of threw into the mix were the flaps. And that's that's the, you know, the the uh, cardboard where they where they put the VHS together on top and uh, on the side. So I'm grading corners, edges, surface, um, and the flaps. Uh, and, you know, I like the flaps because that that's really an opportunity for someone, um, to make up on, you know, the edges and the corners, which are commonly dinged up is, right. your flaps. you know, flaps should lay, they should lay completely flat on the top. And then this line, this uh, cardboard line down the side should be, you know, pretty untouched and in really good shape. That mm -hmm. So is it, is it possible to get a 10 to get a perfect no. or have yeah. you had any? 
you know, I've, I, I've, I've had one 10 and I probably had a handful of nine eights. So I, no, I'm not seeing them. I'm not seeing them very often, but it is possible. Right. I think Bobby had to step out for a second, but that's all right. Bobby. Um, on, oh, and he's turned his mic off. He's, that's he's, all right. he's getting in trouble in his car. I think he's, you know, he's working too. So, but is, uh, so do you guys keep a database of, um, everything you grade, I guess. And then is that available to collectors? You know, uh, I, I'd like to, I'd like to get it to a good point where it's got some, uh, where, where it's got some, uh, you know, gr- I don't know what I'm trying to say there, uh, some meat to it before right. I really kind of let, I know the pop report and all that stuff, but, uh, you know, I've graded about 500 to 700 BHS so far Okay, around two or 3000, I would probably release a pop report of what I'm kind of doing here, but it's, it's way too soon to do something like that because then it'll just, all that information will just convolute, uh, people and throw people off right now. This thing is so new. Uh, I don't really, I don't really want to put a lot of uh, distraction and force forcefulness uh, out there into this thing yet, since it's so new. I if got that- you. Yeah, no, it makes sense. You're, I mean, you're building it from the ground up. It's, yeah, it's no different than um, CSG. You know, they just started doing the sports cards, and they don't, they don't have a database yet either. Um, right. But yeah, that that's a good question. I'm, I'm definitely, you know. Uh, entering in every VHS I do, what it's grading out as and all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, someday, someday I'll release that information for sure. So let me, let me ask you this and you might already do this. And if you don't, I just want a small royalty check. Do you just authenticate VHS then? Like, so can someone send it to you and get no grade and they just want it sealed in your face? You know, I do. I get that question like, uh, you know, once a month. Hey, can I send you this and just put it in the case? No, to keep to keep it to keep it all, uh, you know, kind of in line and all that stuff. No, I got you. Everything has to have a grade to it for now. That makes sense. Yeah. And again, that would be kind of muddy in the water and do, you know, breaking outside of my core competency, which is, you know, grading the VHS. Right. So right now, um, what's the process? You have a website and then. Yeah. VHSDNA.com. Right now I'm closed on submissions because I'm, I'm playing a little bit of catch up. I got, I got inundated uh, with a lot of submissions the last time I opened up and uh, you know, and I'm trying to pride myself on meeting these turnaround times too. So I, I would rather close submissions and get caught up and keep all my, my customer base happy, yeah, uh, and, you know, o- open them and then have another flurry. And then I've got that stress of stuff coming in. Uh, I'd, I'd rather take care of everything I've got here and then feel comfortable and reopen. But yeah, man, I, that was, that was another thing. So I talked about the case being important to me, the submission process on the website had to be just as easy as possible. And I, and I, in researching these other grading companies, I noticed one thing they all had in common was the submission process was a total nightmare. Um, Huge nightmare. Yeah. And, you know, you had to like print off a sheet of paper and like fill it out and put your order number on it and make sure you include that piece of paper in your order or we might miss it. No, none of that with mine. It's it's as soon as you sign in, you got to sign in with your email, 
if it's one, two, three, click through, is it, is it a, uh, you know, enter the title Goonies? Is it a single? Is it a double? Is it a clamshell? Moves on to the next page. Is it sealed? Is it unsealed? Uh, and then, you know, you pick your turnaround time and then you can add sticker removal to it. And then you check out and that's it. Then we get an email here that's told us what, what's coming. So you don't have to put any piece of paper. You don't have to print your order out or any of that stuff. Uh, and then, yeah, you ship it to our address here and that's it. Real there, um, easy. Ahead, I've been told by the auction houses and everybody out there that my submission process is industry leading and it's the best. So I love hearing that. That's neat. It's, uh, I, I think what you've done is you modernized it and then still mm -hmm. kept it simple, right? Because I'll exactly. be honest with you, the what, like PSA and those guys, I, I don't do my own submissions because I don't, I don't, not that I don't have the time, but like I don't want to sit there and write it all down. Well, it gets complicated. Yeah, yeah it does get it, it does we, get very involved, and and yeah. I think, and I think the way you kind of created it, it the end user, it's so easy to use. You simplified everything. It's you know one, two, three, and that's it. That's it's it. Uh, yeah, you're exactly right. I modernized it. That's a great way to put it. Uh, it to me, we're we're in a society and I know we hear this all the time where everybody, you know, you got an attention span. That's this. Oh, yeah. So yep. I knew exactly that's like what you guys are saying about PSA is a big reason why I've never, I don't, I don't think I've ever submitted a card to PSA because of that. Like I go on there and I'm so confused by right. what I'm even supposed to do. And like, and then it gets into like the estimated value and what you're paying for that. Right. It's like, what? Uh, it's overwhelming. Right. It's, 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 it's overwhelming. That's yep. Well, and then with PSA, uh, if you submit a high dollar card and the lower like uh, grading, like if you submit a bulk, then you get upcharged and you have no say in what that charge is. You just get the charge. Yeah. Which is insane to me. I get a lot. I get a lot of people asking me if I'm going to go to, uh, you know, and, an estimated value uh, in the VHS, and I, I'll, I'll say yes. Eventually, I will get there, uh, but right now, no. I'm just I'm, I'm trying to keep it as simple as possible while this thing grows. The last thing I want to do is add mud to this water and uh, you know frustrate people. I would rather it be easy. It's funny. I have so many people reach out while my submissions are closed, and they're like asking me about the submission process, and I'm like. Well, and it, it makes me want to turn on the submissions just so they can look at it and go through it. But I'm like, ah, you'll see it. Trust me, it's really easy. And they're like, oh, okay, whatever. What about uh, you? Don't, you didn't put up like a YouTube video yet, or made a, a video? No, that's you know great what you should do. You should. Uh, you, you could do it even simpler. Is if you have an iPhone, just do screen record, go I through the process. I did do that. I think I, uh, yeah, I like, uh, I did the record on my screen and like I walked, yep. through it. I did do that one time. That's, that's right. Yep. There you go. Um, is so compete, is it just one fee to get the VHS graded or is there different tiers? Like if you want it back quicker, you know, I, I bounce around with what, uh, what's appropriate there, but I always, I, I want to have at least two tiers right now or the last time submissions were open. I had a 30 day, turnaround in a 120 day turnaround. Uh, I think the 30 day was $198 and the 120 day was $148. Uh, and that's, it's, that seemed to work. I think people really liked that. And believe it or not, it was 
eight to one on 30 day turnarounds, uh, which was incredible. And that's a big reason why I kind of had to pause submissions is I, it's like I got inundated with 30 day turnarounds and it was like, Oh, okay. Hang on a second. Right. So, so how many people are part of VHS DNA? Like how many, how many person operation is it? Yeah. Operations right now, we've got three people uh, and I've got one or two consultants Uh, really at this point. I've, I've been through so much minutia and weird limbos in the last six, seven months that it's been hard to scale this thing. I'll be honest. Like I've had, you know, uh, I've had er almost every major grading company reach out and want to want a piece of me. And that's put me in a lot of weird limbo with hiring. You know, if I were to get bought up or uh, acquired, you know, would they take my team? The last thing I want to do is hire a bunch of people and then have to let them go. Uh, You know, there's been a lot of that type of weird stuff going on. I guess that's one thing I would probably address if anybody uh, is watching is, yeah, I, I trust me, guys. I wish this thing was moving a little bit quicker than it was too, but um, we'll get there. Don't worry. It's, it's in good hands and it's heading in the right direction. Trust me. It's just going to take a little bit more time than people want. No, it's a, it's a good problem to have. I'm sure. It's a great problem. You wouldn't believe the connections and the people that I've talked to. It's, it's been, it's, it's a whirlwind. It's crazy. It's been a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a, so I have a small clothing company and for the longest time people thought we were like this, you guys must have 20 or 30 employees. And for the yeah. longest time, it was like three of us. Right. And I'm just like, no, it's literally three people. Like, and I'm yeah. not even full time there. I, the, the, the case and the product presentation, it had to be, it had to be perfect because it had to be dummy proof too, for me to be able, I mean, I'm a sim that, and that's, uh, you know, I'll address that too. A lot of people give me a hard time about my pricing, but, what you what you have to realize as a customer of VHS DNA, this is this is really a handmade custom product you're getting. This is this is put together by hand. This isn't some big pressing machine and uh, everything. This is it's very it's a very meticulous process that your VHS goes through here. And in that, I, I have to charge a premium to offer the type of case and material that the case is made out of. Uh, and I, and return shipping is included right now. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff you kind of, you get a good bang for your buck, but I do realize that I, I am a little bit more expensive than your normal, uh, grading company. Right. I mean, I don't probably not though. I mean, just by including the return shipping, um, yeah. That's yeah, that gets pricey too. I don't even uh, I've I've submitted I've submitted a few things through WADA, uh, but other than that, you know, I I just try I try to keep the outside noise down because it's like I want to do my own thing. That way, if anything goes wrong or anybody's got a gripe, it just it falls right on this guy. Like there's right. no excuse, there's no excuse for it. I, I like how you said keep the outside noise down, and Bobby's got somebody beeping right by. Yeah, I do. <laughs> it was like it was like right on point, like beep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how do you how do you how do you feel with you know I mean with the rise in, in VHS collectibles? Um, how do you feel about all the other grading companies out there? Um, uh, I mean, there's, and and how do you feel if 
like PSA starts getting into it or even BGS? Yeah, no, that's a good, that's a good question. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard since I've built this thing kind of myself and I've taken so much pride in this, it's hard not to take it a uh, very personal, uh, you know, when, when these competitors start popping up, because I, you know, I, I, them, I know a lot of these companies that are starting to grade VHS. And I know for a fact that they don't have the knowledge and the passion for, you know, what they're grading. Um, and that, you know, that's, to me, it's, it's interesting. I know everybody says competition is good and, you know, it, whatever helps the hobby grow. Uh, and yeah, that, that's, that's right. But at the same time, I, I want this done right too, because I've, I've got a lot invested in this personally and I take this very serious. I know a lot of people probably think I don't take this seriously, but, uh, trust me, I'm taking this very serious. Uh, and when I see some of the stuff, uh, you know, that these other companies are doing, you know, it's a, some of it is a head scratcher to me and it's, it's not so much. I hate that these other companies are grading VHS. It's man. I, I wish they were doing it better. I wish they were doing some of this, some stuff the right way because, because they're, they're muddying the water for the whole hobby and that's not good. And that's something I, you know, I, I take personal and I try to police and do the best I can, but you know, uh, I, I, I'm one of these people that tries to avoid drama and I don't want to be out there speaking bad about people either. So, uh, yeah, it, the competition is interesting. And if PSA were to start grading VHS tomorrow, uh, I wouldn't be worried at all because I know they don't have the knowledge, the reference library, uh, or the case. So it really, I, I don't look at any of this competition as competition, uh, in the, sense of competition i look at it as they better be doing it right or else i'm i'm going to be pissed i think uh you know just from our small conversation we've had i think uh and i haven't seen your product but i feel like like you already said you're a prideful person and you're gonna let your product speak for itself absolutely i'm i'm uh i'm excited to get one of yours in my hand um how do you guys do your label and the only reason i'm asking about the label more so the appearance and how it looks yeah, I was really excited about HGA, a new card grading company. I was really excited. I finally got some cards graded by them, and they just kind of like laser printed on like a home printer, like the label, yeah. and it was like super disappointing. I was just like, "Oh man, like you have a great case, and the label sucks." So, yeah. how, how do you guys do your labels? Man, right now, uh, you know, I'm using a high quality print uh, photograph paper, uh, and don't beat me up too hard on that. Uh, but you know, since I am per se a mom and pop operation right now, you know, I don't, I don't really know what else I can do to up the quality of the card. And that, right. but that's why, but that's why I kind of try, I tried, I tried to do something different and make the appearance, not like your usual white and black lettering and boring, you know, right. right. And this card, it means a lot to me and it has a lot of inspiration. I, uh, I was inspired by Punch Drunk Love, Paul Thomas Anderson's movie of all the colors yeah, uh, yeah. That into that. Um, I threw a little bit of the uh, Netflix burst uh, right before you watch a show into that. Uh, and that's my consumer trend expertise. Like I know that that right. resonates with people. Uh, but 
you know, as far as the quality, man, I'm going to have to work on that now that you've brought that up. But I, you know what? I am getting beat up. I am getting beat up a lot. I say beat up. It's about, you know, you get one person that says they hate the card and the design, like make it black and white. But for the most part, people are liking that it's different. Yeah. No, and I, yeah. you know, like again, I haven't seen yours. I just with HGA, that's what I noticed. But like your case and that card, just seeing photos online, like the eye appeal is is great. No, and that doesn't look cheap. Or I'm I'm talking about their labels literally look like I printed it in my little office. Okay. <laughs> like you, you can know, see I, the print lines. You know, what I I'm will saying? say like, we're using a really high quality printer and process there. So. Okay. No, that looks no. Yours look good, so that's what I'm saying. Like even the photos and stuff, it looks great. Um, I thought. What I thought, what what inspired you to do the drop test videos? That was you, right? Yeah, uh, the the case, man. It's like once once I knew I'd nailed the case, and like we talked about, you know, you weren't be, you couldn't get into it. Uh, I I accidentally dropped one of these one day like while I was carrying it and it just didn't do anything to the case. And I thought that was just hilarious. I just, I was like, Oh my God, you're kidding me. So then, yeah, I just started doing these drop tests every once in a while. Like I drop, I drop one down the stairs uh, and it didn't do a thing to it. Uh, it's, it's, it's interesting, man. I, you know, like I said, I, uh, the people are telling me the submission process is industry leading and it's the best I have everybody's telling me this case and this encapsulation is by by far the best out there you yeah, know it, it, it seems like um i i i really want to ask you this because you know since i've been really into vhs um i've i've bought a lot in the past and some of them i i've noticed seals have been pampered with or some of the watermarks are not legit how important are watermarks on VHS, really important. Um, I ju I just interviewed a grader today, uh, and I brought him in here, and I, I took him through the process a little bit, uh, and we were talking about watermarks, and he has a, a little bit of a video game background, so he he's familiar with seals more so than watermarks, and uh, it was interesting. I I had to kind of school him on why watermarks were so important to VHS. Uh, it, it's just another authenticity story that the VHS tells for sure. Uh, you know, different studios and distributors were doing different things uh, one year than they were doing the next. And uh, the watermarks have a lot to do with that. It can it can definitely tell a story of, uh, you know, a further authenticity story to the VHS. It's it's very important. I would say it's just as important as the seal. Okay, so so the watermark also plays a, a pretty important role with the overall grade of VHS. For sure, uh, you know, well, not necessarily. You know, I'm grading the condition, uh, but as far as authenticity and it being, you know, really easy to authenticate that thing right, right. off the bat, the watermark plays a huge part for sure. Okay, um, have you have has have you guys come up with like some sort of a like a pop report like PSA does or? Uh, or you missed this, Bobby. You missed it. Oh, I'm, sorry. That I'm we, sorry, sorry. We talked all about it. Yeah, uh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I, I I apologize about that earlier. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. No, he asked a great question, and uh, I 
I said, uh, I don't really want to muddy the water with that type okay. of information right now and confuse people on what's rare and what's not while this right. thing is early. But at some point that will that will come up. And also I've built I've built a watermark database, which, uh, you know, kind of tells the story of, uh, you know, what was RCA doing in the early 80s versus the mid 80s to late 80s to 90s. Uh, and I look forward, I look forward to presenting that information at some point. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's... Well, I, that was another thing I really liked about WADA. I saw their black box variant information and I was like, oh, wow. And to me, that screamed transparency, which is what right. I'm all about. So the information piece is very important to this and it's coming. Trust me. I'll, I'll say that again to the is <laughs> like, be patient with me. Uh, everything is coming just trust me. I, I'm I'm pushing this thing in the right direction, guys. Don't worry. So what what is next for VHS DNA? Are you guys hitting all the major shows? Um, what, I mean, what's your plan to? You mentioned scaling earlier. Is there a plan in place, or is it still you're still trying to fine tune everything? Uh, no, there's a big plan in place. Uh, I I wish I could talk more about it, uh, but I, I'll say this: there's big. Big things coming in the next 30 to 40 days for VHS DNA. Um, and this will take this entire, it will take this entire hobby to the next level. Uh, as far as VHS DNA and some of those little tidbits, yeah, the watermark database, the sealed database, uh, over the next 12 months, uh, I look forward to presenting every, every, Every and anything that you could ever want to know or learn, hope to learn about VHS and present it to people. Have you considered going outside of VHS, uh, Betamax, uh, Video 8? That's a great question. Uh, yes, I've, I've, I've wrestled with that in my mind a lot. And I've, I've just decided within the last couple of weeks that I'm not going to do anything else for now. Uh, I get a lot of... I actually get people that submit stuff and then they'll throw a beta in there. And I'm like, <laughs> but uh, right now I want to stick to my core competency. Uh, I'd be lying if I said I collected beta over the last 30 years. And to me, uh, you know, I'm not going to try to touch something that I really don't know too much about. I, I know it's the same type of form and function, but to me it's, it's opening a whole nother can of worms and, I'm going to stay away from that for now. So no, no beta or uh, any of that good stuff for now. Is there, is there a big group of people collecting beta? No. And that's another thing, uh, you know, for every 500 VHS, there's one good beta. So it's, okay. it's really, uh, it would really just kind of muddy the water even more, which I don't want to do. Right. I mean, I, Gosh, Bobby, what's next? Laser disc? You we're gonna start collecting some laser disc? Laser disc. I, I do that. <laughs> I have seen uh I did see my competition out there with some of those video eights, and I'll say that's that's pretty cool, but like no, stick stick to VHS. Right. Uh, I'll stick right. to VHS for now. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 go ahead, Bobby. Sorry. I, I, I have seen laser disc. Um, you know, uh I, I do have the original laser disc Goonies. Oh really? Oh that's nice. Awesome. Yes. I have that sealed. I've definitely got some laser discs, uh, and like, yeah, I've got some cool stuff. I didn't venture too far out um, as much as I did with VHS, but I, I've I've got a couple. I got a, a first, I guess, the first copy of the uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um, so that's that's pretty cool, and uh, yeah, I mean, I noticed with you, uh, you've been collecting a lot of posters. Yes. 
posters. So is that is that also a new big trend? For sure. Uh, you know, I I've been a movie poster collector my whole life, uh, but I, I have noticed an uptick in the market the last, you know, three, five years. Um, and yeah, you know, if if I could wave the magic wand and tell you where we're at in two or three years, I would say it's it's movie posters, it's laser disc, it's right. DVDs, it's Blu-rays, it's beta, it's it's an <clears throat> kind of an all-compassing media uh, right. conglomerate here. Right, and um, I have seen I, I've I've seen on your story um, you had this really cool slab of the, um, a card deck. Yeah. 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 So in in my product development piece, I, I started creating slabs for things. Um, Which is pretty and, cool. If you if you if you have it, I mean, if you could show yeah. it here, that'd be great. So I started uh, I started collecting my uh, movie ticket stubs. Uh, that's so I started collecting movie ticket stubs in 1996. Okay, so I started with Ransom. Uh, in November of 1996, and I still have every movie ticket stub I've seen. It's like 1,500 of them. So basically, this was one of the first ideas I had was creating a slab, wow. basically for my my ticket, my own ticket stub collection. Uh, but yeah, people are really liking, like you said, That's pretty I, cool. That's I show them cool. a story sometimes, uh, and this will probably be something that becomes available at some point. But uh, yeah, man, I got slabs. Uh, you mentioned the movie posters. I've got some really, I got a really cool slab for like oh, wow. a, uh, 11 by 17 movie posters. I think, I think this is a huge market. Definitely. Especially if you start throwing grades on stuff. Yeah. That's, uh, I get that question a lot when people do see the slabs. They say, well, where's the grade or anything to it? And I'm like, I, I'm just doing this for fun down the line though i mean gosh you're the guy for it yeah there you know i've got a i've got a thousand different ways i could monetize things uh like this but like i keep saying it's i i'm gonna stick to i, I want to perfect vhs before i really kind of try to move on right. to really anything else what about uh is anybody doing cassette tapes no, uh, I did. I got a question about those a couple weeks ago, cassette tapes. And, you know, yeah, I could probably stick one of those in my case and grade it. But again, it, it wouldn't be VHS. So, right. right. <laughs> <clears throat> so I guess, I mean, you're you're a busy guy. Everything you told us with the R&D, the product development stuff and then the VHS DNA. So where, where, where do you want this to go? Do you want VHS to be your one and only job someday or is this just always going to be a hobby, like passion project? And then you'll just kind of go with it as it goes. You know, uh, I think that that the answer to that is it goes hand in hand with some of these deals I'm in the process of making and how I'm going to scale this thing. And, uh, you know, do I see myself grading VHS for the rest of my life? No. Uh, but do I see myself growing this hobby and, and seeing it go to a good place and, uh, and, and branching this off into other things? Absolutely. Um, and, Man, I, I would uh, I would just really like to team up with, uh, you know, kind of a reputable grading company out there and uh, intertwine myself in what they're doing and 
see if, uh, you know, my creativity can help them grow other segments other than VHS. And, uh, you know, that would be, I think the perfect, the perfect storm for sure. But yeah, man, I, I, I'm, I'm all in on, you know, I see I'm all in, uh, used a lot in VHS and, uh, it's like, okay. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to see this get to a good place. I'm, 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 I'm too stubborn at this point. Um, and to, to see this thing go anywhere, but, uh, Man, I'm surprised a company like Fanatics hasn't reached out to you yet. Yeah, the man. Everybody's reached out. You would, yeah, everybody. Just like, like your background and everything, it's like a perfect yeah, storm of like all these, uh, all these companies, uh, all all these grading companies that are reaching out like that. Really like my product development background and uh, my creativity, and you know, it's they're you know, they're wanting to acquire and they're wanting to build VHS departments and so on and so forth. And, you know, it all comes down to me. So that's the rub of this whole thing is, you know, there's already two, three other companies grading VHS. So that's not that rare, but what you get is you get me. And right. I mean, I've already, I've already got a thousand other ideas on how we can take this thing and where we can take it. And that's, that's what these people are really liking. And, that that's fun, but that's my bread and butter too. You know, I, I create and then I per se get bored with something and then it's on to the next. Like I've, I've helped the VHS market become something. And that was, that was really the number one goal was just to create the market. Um, and then, you know, leave it in a good place if I want to. But like I said, at this point and all this feedback and all the, the outside noise is just lighting a bigger fire under me to push this thing even harder. Yeah. I, you're, well, you're doing it right. I mean, you are. Yeah, because, uh, yeah. I've, I've yeah. reached out. I only know one competitor for you. Right. And I've reached out to them um, in the past and said, Hey, do you guys want to come on the podcast? Talk about VHS and, and just what it is and how, you know, about the collectibles and the hobby. And they're just like, no, we don't want to do any interviews. We don't want to talk to anybody nothing and i was like man it's kind of weird yeah that's, I think, that's yeah. weird uh, I, 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 that was one thing i i noticed as a casual again a casual collector to the, all these communities sports cards comics and video games is it's it's like you didn't know who was in charge of these companies right uh i liked i liked wada because i you know you'd kind of gotten little snippets of dennis the creator and i was like oh cool like, you know, who, who's kind of behind the scenes there. That's neat. Not that it added any value, but except just kind of a, that transparency value. But me, it's like, I got, I have nothing to lose. I've created this. I have one of the best VHS collections on the planet. I can move, I can market this thing better than anybody. So why not, you know, help it and come on to podcasts and an interview and be out there, even though I don't really want to, <laughs> I, I I feel like it's my duty to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this hasn't been bad, right? I think it's been pretty good so far. Oh, I, I <laughs> love. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a people person, but man, like I said, I'm I'm I, uh, I I'm a big homebody, no social media presence. So it's been that's been the that's been the biggest hurdle of this whole thing is uh, you know trying to communicate with collectors and people uh over social media and stuff it's uh it's interesting cool yeah, you have to you have to get a social media person soon 
Yes, that's yeah. yeah. Trust me, I I have about one person a week reach out just randomly and say, "Dude, love what you're doing, but your social more content mess." And I'm like, "Sorry." I'll give you one piece of advice on that front. Um, If you're gonna ever get to the point you want to hire someone to do it, make sure they have some sort of background in analytics, at least a little bit. Well, I'll I'll tell you. Uh, I'll be honest. I we've I've tried a hundred different people in the Walmart product development uh, of trying to manage a social media account for me, and I've never been happy with any of the agencies. So that being burned over the last ten or fifteen years with that, it's it's a huge reason why I haven't hired somebody to do my social media and analytics because. It seems like any time that's you're just throwing money away for some reason. So, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to do the best I can at it and right. I, I'm trying to have fun with it. Like, right. In that same in that same sentiment of these collecting companies, you don't know who's running it. I want not only do I want to be transparent, I'm trying to bring a little bit of fun to what I as an outsider. This is like a stuffy community. Like, yep. like you, you, you hit on it with VHS collectors the sports card collectors and comics, it's like they need to grow a little bit more of a sense of humor, in my opinion. And that's that's kind of what I'm trying to do here. This it's VHS. We're not curing cancer. That this is supposed to be fun. Right. It's a hobby. It's yeah. A hobby. It's, exactly. it's, it's a collectible item. And if one of them sells for a hundred thousand bucks, then great. If if one of them sells for a buck, sweet. It's it's all about what it what the movie means to you. Right. It's about what you enjoy, but I think you nailed it earlier. I mean, I think, I think transparency is uh, is really important. So yeah. uh, you know, stay stay transparent. Um, you know, and and just let the public know what's going on and 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 who who's who's whose face is behind the product and whatnot. Yeah, so right. I think that's really important. Yeah, I think you know, I get I get beat up on both ends. Uh, a lot of people, like I said, tell me you know, you need to you need to chill out, take this more serious. You don't. You know, and then at the same time, people are like, well, like you just said, we like that transparency. And it's like, well, it's a it's yeah. a double edged sword. And you're and you know, one thing I I've, I've realized is I'm not going to be able to please everybody. Really? I thought I, I thought I would jump out here with a really cool product and idea and it like everybody would love it. And it's like, OK, yeah. never mind. Everyone's a crap. Now, you, I mean, you, and I'm not telling you anything you don't know. You got to just do what you think is best and not yes. worry because you're never going to make everyone happy no matter what. That's, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> I was just talking to, to the guys I work with the other day. So I run like four different schoolhouses, right, at our training center. And we're talking about eliminating a day, right? And then <clears throat> one of the chiefs was like, yeah, but if we eliminate the day, then the last day of the class is going to be so long people are going to complain about the class being long and not care that they're getting out a day early. Where now we're having the problem that they're only doing a half day. Then they get out of training and they go home, fly back to wherever they're from and people complain about it. So it's like, I was like, you know what, then we're just going to do what's best for us. Yeah. Yeah. And the students can figure out, complain, do whatever they want. doesn't matter. They're getting their training and they're going home. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You can never, you can never make everyone happy. Another thing uh, as a casual onlooker, I, I thought there was a lot more like loyalty. Like if you were grading games with WADA, like you hated VGA or PSA and Beckett. I thought like if I presented a good product and I told people I had the knowledge, like, nobody would ever grade with anyone else but it's like right. okay never mind like they're 
even if PSA and WADA starts grading VHS, people are going to grade with them just because. So I, it, it took me a while to learn these ins and outs and adjust to this uh, community. Yeah, it's tough. I, it's, I think it's been the most interesting piece of this so far. I think it's tough because you have people that genuinely collect things, want pieces for personal use, right? But then there's a whole huge side of the market where people are doing it to grade it as a multiplier yes. so they can make money and flip it, right? So with the card industry, I, I, I've been talking about this a lot lately. You have all these new card grading companies and they can't get in the lane or swim with, with BGS or PSA because they're actually grading tougher than PSA is. So by them grading tougher, there's no resale value. So people are stopped. They're going to stop using them. And yeah. everyone goes to PSA, even though PSA, if you read how they grade things, a big part of it's eye appeal to them, right? It's not actually the numbers as to what the card looks like. It's just eye appeal. Yeah, so right. if it looks like a 10, then it gets a 10. Right. And then it sells for more, right? And that, and for, so people care about that stuff. I know, I know you probably do not care about that stuff, the resale value of it. No. But, you know, it always weighs in with people. Um, but like Bobby said, I, the transparency is great. Um, I, I really appreciate you coming on here and talking to us about VHS DNA. Um, I'm excited to get that in one mixtape and send it your way whenever submissions open back up. Yeah, um, absolutely. But, uh, but, uh, we've been on for like an hour or so. Bobby, is there, is there anything you wanted to talk to Cole about? Or is, is there anything Cole you wanted to talk about that maybe we missed or we didn't hit on? No, man. It's amazing how quick the time flies when you're just like kind of talking about stuff you like and the passion, man. No, this has been a lot of fun. We got to do this again. Uh, hope maybe in the next 30, 40 days, uh, I can come on here and talk more about these opportunities that are about to about to come my way and uh, how I'm going to grow this thing for everybody. Yeah, that awesome. sounds good. Um, Bobby, do you have anything? No, I just want to just want to thank Cole for his time and just, you know, coming on Absolutely. and and uh, and uh, yeah, just. Because what we because what we're really trying to do is just kind of broadcast this on a on a larger scale. Uh, we get a lot of uh, card buddies ask us, "Oh, what's what's VHS or yeah. how do you guys go about grading?" And you know what? The best way to get you an answer. Talk to the you. guy. That's it. Talk to the, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you know, you know uh, that, that goes back to uh, you know, like I said, one of my biggest goals is to get these VHS collectors in this. But yeah, I want to. I want to tap into the baseball card collecting community, the comic book uh, community, because at the end of the day, these are these are pieces of art, just like the comic books and cards. Like it's aesthetically pleasing. So, yeah, right. that's, that's a big goal is to break into these communities. And I, and I think like with the comic books for me um, and Bobby and I were talking about this before you came on, it's a. Uh, they're never going to make them again. Right. Like, right. There might, there's always going to be movies, but there's not going to be a Goonies first, first print run Goonies VHS um, ever again. You know what I mean? Um, yep. And that's huge. I think uh, next week I, um, Josh Luber. So he's the new, I think they're calling him the CBO at fanatics. And then he's yep. the guy that started StockX. He's, he's coming on the podcast next week. I'm going to ask him about the VHSs and if he's gotten into that or he knows about it too. Yeah, see what he see what he has to say about it. It's always interesting to talk to people like that and see, you know, just gauge their interest or if they've heard about it. And he he's like a mega collector of all kinds of stuff. Everything, everything. everything. <laughs> he also has a checkbook for it too. So. Yeah, that helps. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. 
Well, all right. Yeah. Well, again, Cole, I, thank you for coming on. I, I think this was a great episode. Uh, I would love for you to come back anytime you want, you know, if, uh, if you have something going on or you just want to talk about whatever it is, it doesn't have to be VHS. It could be sports. We didn't even talk about sports and I wanted to talk yeah. about sports, you know, yeah, come on anytime, please. Okay. Sounds good, man. I appreciate you guys having me. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Break of Wax podcast. Please, if you enjoyed it, share it, um, send the link out, put it on your story. I welcome all feedback and comments. Send me a message. Let me know what you're thinking about, what you want to talk about. And if you want to be a guest on the show, I answer all my DMs. I think it's weird when people don't. That's another story for another day. Again, thank you for listening. I appreciate the support and all the love. Peace. Peace.